Danielle here. Welcome to Menopause Nutritionist. I believe women can thrive in menopause and have the body composition of their choice if they master their nutrition and lifestyle. Today we're going to talk about why your step count is important and why I try and hit 7,000 steps a day. Now this is something I probably have started through my menopause journey. If you are like me and you're already an active person, I actually used to think that because I went to CrossFit, that was my exercise done and dusted for the day. However, there's more to the picture and I'm going to talk about that like now. So, um, and like there's a number of reasons why this is important. I was having a, a call with a one-on-one -on -one client and anytime I'm working with a client one-on-one, -on -one, whenever I'm basically as a nutritionist, like I'm usually, you know, creating a nutrition plan and I am finding out what they eat, what their activity levels are. And then when I am doing the calculations on how many calories they need to consume in a day, because generally most people have some sort of body composition goals, um, if they're not wanting to lose weight, they want to build muscle. So irrelevant of whether what goal that is, uh, we need to calculate how many calories they actually need just to function like on a daily basis. Now, when someone is not active and they're not just doing any activity, the number changes dramatically. So hitting 7,000 step counts a day it's just a base guide. Um, most of the time, you know, people have like their watches or their phones now that tell them how many steps they do. My daughter is actually a nurse and she does like a phenomenal amount of steps a day. Like some people have a job that is active where they're naturally doing lots of steps a day. Me, however, I go to CrossFit in the morning, do a workout and yes, I might lift heavy or, you know, whatever. Today, I did quite a bit of cardio, but I still then could sit in my chair, like writing emails and writing papers and writing, you know, sitting stationary for the rest of the day. And that is actually not good either. So what I encourage people to do is try and hit 7,000 steps a day. Now, this is something new for me personally as well, because like I said to you, I used to think that because I'd been to CrossFit, I was like, tick, done my exercise. It's really important for our bodies to be moving. So even if you have a job that requires you to sit, these days we have options of having standing desks. Um, I try and have a timer set where my watch trips me and then it makes me think about moving. That is something else that's like really, like even if it's just that you do a lap of your office or, you know, you do 10 push-ups or whatever, like it's enough to like move your body. And then this actually is not only good for just your, your body function, but it's actually really good for your brain. So see my balloon. I don't think it's going to make the week. Um, the, the reason for that is um, because when we're working and we're stationary, our brain actually can only focus for a certain amount of time. And, um, and so when we actually give ourselves a chance to have a change of scenery and, and 
doing like 10 star jumps or 10 push-ups or 10 air squats it like gives our brain a little trip as well so that is really important but when I'm calculating like someone's like macronutrients it makes a massive difference whether they're active or not so the easiest way if someone is not like if they're not naturally like going to CrossFit or going to F45 or um you know, doing some sort of regular activity, the easiest way to change that is by just getting your step count up. So what we usually try to shoot for is 7,000 steps. So I personally do that myself. So this morning I went to CrossFit, this afternoon I will take the dog for a walk. That is kind of my way of breaking up the afternoon. And the reason that it's not only beneficial for obviously moving my body, getting the blood moving, um, it is actually really good for your getting the good endorphins, then helping with sleep. It's also, for me, I actually can get in like a real zone. And I know that some of you may have jobs where you can't just like at three o'clock go and have a walk. But what I'm trying to do is encourage you to see where in your day, maybe for you, if you have a job that's nine to five, you have your dinner and then do a little walk after dinner. Get your husband, get your partner and say, let's just do a quick walk after dinner. And I will honestly tell you how good it is for not only your body function, your brain function, but just your mental health as well. To me, it becomes more like a mindfulness situation where I am in nature I'm actually with with the dog, even though she drives me crazy. I don't know if, if you guys know this. <laughs> I, I keep, I guess I keep pondering on it because every day it happens. When the dog, when I'm walking the dog and she is like sniffing, that dri drives me crazy. That is like exercise for dogs. So I'm trying to be way more patient and let her do some sniffing so she gets her exercise as well but man some walks can take like a lot longer than they need to I don't know if you guys like are on my wavelength here or not but um but anyway I just wanted to share that because we were having this conversation this morning with a client just explaining how important getting your body moving is and the easiest way to do that is just by looking at your step count I just use my watch um, and mine won't be very high today. Yeah, it's like 2000. I don't wear my watch when I'm training. So that's like regardless of um, CrossFit. But then this afternoon when I go for my walk, then I'll hit 7000 steps. And it really helps with just so many different aspects. A simple way to enhance your health and mental health. And look, to be quite honest, I feel like I I'm that person that likes the high intensity, hard you know, I like lifting heavy weights and we know that the benefits for that in menopause are so important to override estrogen or the lack of estrogen. And I feel like in incorporating walking now balances out the hard exercise that I do. So it's kind of that yin and yang. I never really was a walker. However, now I actually look forward to it in my day. So it's kind of that balancing out. And I look at it as a self-care aspect that. I have overlooked so you know the health, benefits for health and mental health are so extraordinary and I think in this menopausal journey in this stage really having some self-care routines and practices are 
I think it's really important. So to me, this is a self-care practice. I mean, the dog obviously reminds me every day about it as well, which I know it's good for her, but it's really, you know, building into my own self-care practice, which I think as women, we're not great at prioritizing. So, I mean, I wasn't taught how to do that. I'm hopefully going to do a better job teaching my three daughters uh, to incorporate some self-care into their day and their week. So that is kind of my thoughts around it. So hopefully this has been helpful. Um, the point here is to help share information that is going to help you on your menopause journey and you know, help you be the best version of yourself. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I truly appreciate it. And hopefully you can connect with me on social media. I would love that so much. I love meeting and helping people. So if you are enjoying this podcast, please reach out. I would love to hear from you. Uh, and I would also love to ask a favor at this time. If you can give a five-star review or send this podcast to someone who you think it could help, I would be greatly, greatly appreciative. So thanks again. Have a beautiful day and see you next time.